Where the hell has Aqua been the last 15 years? I mean, they did Barbie Girl, then they did um, all those other popular songs they did, and then then nothing. Well, I'm sure that uh, in their home country, they're probably still uh, notable. They were, they're from a foreign land, though, man. So, you know, like, what it's like, you know, once you've outlived your international popularity, you kind of go to your home country to be like a be a celeb unless you're in canada then you come to the united states to do that i guess i don't know i know mr tim's huge in australia but but now i'm here yeah what's up with that dude you had like you had your international success before you ever had any like success national success (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're like all putting the cart before the horse that's like so your fucking thing dude yeah, yeah. Just put some production behind it. Get it done. Oh, yeah. But now you gotta, like, actually do the other stuff that you skipped. Oh, nah. Yeah. That was more fucked up than that guy that robbed me, and I chased him down. He really gave me a run for my money. So a duck walks into the bar and asks the bartender, hey, you got any crackers? And the bartender's like, nah. And the duck's like, hey, you got any crackers? He's like, nah. He's like, hey, you got any crackers? He's like, nah. And then the bartender's like, you ask me any more about these crackers, I'm going to nail your uh, bill to the bar. He's like, hey, you got any nails? And the bartender's like, nah. And then the duck says, hey, you got any crackers? Because he doesn't have nails, Sid. I get it. I got one of your jokes. Yeah. I didn't think I would. But the thing is, I've been doing, I've been doing crossword puzzles and sharpening my brain. And now things are starting to click. You know who I thought was going to be a lot bigger? It just kind of did nothing? Alanis Morissette. She had, like, You Ought to Know and, like, you know, Ironic. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? No, she had a lot more songs than that, dude. And she was in that movie Dogma and she played God. That was fucking awesome. Snitchy boochies. It was just because off of the back of the Jagged Little Pill CD. I mean. You know, I never really cared for Alanis that much, dude. I don't like her trimbolo thing that she does with her voice, man. Like that. Right. I want you to know. I want the When I was a kid, I used to call her the Tarzan chick. Because to me, she sounded like, oh, when like, Tarzan would do his thing. That was a Celine Dion for me. Oh, uh, really? Or no, um, not Celine Dion, uh, Cher. Do you believe You have to give Cher credit because she started fucking with auto-tune like in its alpha phase before like people like T-Pain and Akon had like perfected it. You know, she was, she innovated, but you're right, that song was fucking, I, I'm not gonna lie, I like that song, but looking back on it, it's a pretty fucking lame song. But at the time it came out, I was like, damn, this song's sweet how she made her voice sound like that yeah and like britney spears would still be popular if she didn't go all crazy and shave her head yeah i don't know what's up with that dude um you would think that like she's gotta still be super hot like there's no way she's not mega hot anymore even with a shaved head like i've seen plenty of 
bitch is hot with a shaved head, but I guess just, you know, like, there. my favorite Britney Spears song is Lucky. And she, like, describes this girl who's, like, a star, but, you know, is, like, miserable. And I think that song probably uh, might have had a lot of truth in it. I don't think she wrote it, but I think that she, like, probably picked it out to be like that or something. Or, like, told a songwriter that's what she wanted a song about. As far as I know, she never wrote any of her songs. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think she could, right? Because she, she was, like, one of those teeny bopper, like, Kids Incorporated band, like, just created, right? She's just a created sound. Well, I don't know, because, uh, you know, at an early age, she was performing, like, at fairs and stuff like that. Before she went on Mickey Mouse Club and stuff like that, like, she was performing live, you know, like... They get those kids that are like crazy talented at singing and shit. Before my voice changed, I was like a really fucking badass soprano singer. Hey, um, do we have a skit this week? No. Do you guys want to do a skit? I can't believe we're at the Hare Krishna Temple in Atlanta. This is going to be amazing, Sid. The Hare Krishna Temple in Atlanta is small, but it's like very ornate, man. Like it's got a lot of like really nice uh, ornate statues and ornate sculptures and artwork and stuff like that. What's this? I think it's like some kind of milk water, man. It's like a milky, sweet water with like a flower floating in it. And when you go into the temple, you take like a little scoop of it and put it in your hand and you can either like drink it or if you, you know, are afraid of germs or whatever, you like rub it on your head and it's supposed to like uh, consecrate you. For worship, you know, that way your uh, worship is more um, powerful, I guess, or whatever. Gives you like praying power. Yeah, they bathe them in this stuff. They chant and light incense and stuff like that. It's like holy water at Catholic Church, I guess. It like, you know, it cleanses you of your worldly evils. You know, like the evils of the world that basically like separates you from like your spiritual path or whatever. Oh, it's like when I smoke weed, all the bad stuff goes away. There's actually yogis that do smoke weed as a part of like consecration, but they worship the aspect of Vishnu known as Shiva, which is like a god of destruction. Yeah, I've, I've played Final Fantasy shit. Well, in Final Fantasy, Shiva is like a ice my goddess same thing right nah bro the shiva in hindu culture is a little different man you know how dalsim he wears those skulls around his neck shrunken heads right a lot of people say they're baby skulls but whatever they're skulls anyhow shiva would wear a necklace made of skulls and he wore a like a diaper no, it's not a diaper. It's like a tunic, I guess. Okay. And it's made of, like, the fur of a leopard or a cheetah or something. So he's, like, a really badass hunter. But he represents, like, the earthly aspects of Vishnu and is considered, like, a god of destruction. And he has, like, the aspect of fire. But if you're, like, a Shivanite and you worship Shiva, 
then you can smoke weed as part of your consecration. So Shiva's the one that looks like a kind of like a, a boy or a girl, but the Vishnu's the one that looks like a, an elephant, right? Uh, no, no. Vishnu looks like they're all androgynous looking except for Shiva. Shiva has facial hair and, but they all have like dark blue skin. Shiva will often have like a snake that accompanies him. And Krishna, he looks a little bit more androgynous, but he's also a boy, but he looks like he could be a girl and he's blue and he's usually has a flute. And is it accompanied by like a cow? That's who I like. I like Krishna. He's kind of like the, he's the more chill party god, I guess you could say. They all look like the genie from, from Aladdin. Some of them do, except for Ganesh, the one you're talking about that has the head of an elephant. I think Ganesh is actually like a demigod. I think he's an offspring of Vishnu. So he's not an actual aspect of Vishnu, like Krishna, Shiva, and Brahma is another one. Brahma doesn't look like the genie from Aladdin either. He looks like many faces from Masters of the Universe, except like he has a long ass beard and he's usually seen sitting on like a lotus flower. And then, of course, there's the guy in my profile picture, Nasringadev. I mean, he doesn't look like the genie from Aladdin either. Yeah. What do you think about the new Will Smith Aladdin? Oh, dude, I'm excited to see that. Aladdin's like one of my favorite Disney movies, so I definitely want to see it. Welcome. I swear to God, Windows 10 did some kind of update for me, and it like got mail. fucking reset everything. I hate it. I'm old. I use Windows Millennium, John. Oh, dude, I like Windows XP. The X is for extreme, and the P is for penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Whatever it is, I know I need it to my life. And one thing comes to mind when I say, I want to play the Take me away. Take me to the highest place where I meditate. But I got marijuana. All right, welcome to Blaze of Comedy. My name's Tim. You might know me from my Reddit thread on best desserts to pair with your specific heartache. It's called Weep, Eat, Repeat. And joining me from the web series on proper dabbing techniques and protocol without wearing pants, Sid Swami. Sid Swami here. I was just thinking, you know, uh, Timmy, you and I should open up a food truck just serving knuckle sandwiches and we could bring the potatoes too. And a man who is always loosening the spice shakers at your favorite restaurants so you can leave a little extra salty. John Holland! Just uh, waiting for my flight to take off for Westeros. Can't wait to see the uh, glorious sights of King's Landing. Oh, John, you might want to call your travel agent about that. What? I, I got the 
got my tickets, my passport's good and everything. Yeah. Got, my, got, got reservations for this awesome hotel. It's got this bell tower on top of it. It looks really cool. It's near the uh, near the what? town square. Is that the bell tower that was made by the uh, Westerosi Christian community by chance? Uh, I think it was actually part of a uh, Publix Works project from when King's Landing got, you know, sacked back when uh, Robert Baratheon took over. Uh, Tywin Lannister, they came oh, in yeah. and they fucked up everything, man. Fucking no, it, I mean, it's been like 20 years. I hope nobody's forgotten about that. Uh, yeah, I hope not either. But uh, I mean, you know, there's conspiracy theorists out there that say the Red Keep's never fallen. And if the city should fall, you'd like that, wouldn't you? The Red Keep should hold for time. Are you guys talking about that show, Game of Thrones, that no one ever talks about anymore? <laughs> yeah, that's that's like definitely not worth talking about at this point. I hear that Timmy's been nominated for a Rangi. That's the Australian version of a Grammy. Yep. You're a dead set cunt, aren't you? Yep. Stop being a cunt. So I'm just going to Skype in to this award show. You should, but you should use Discord because it's better sound quality. Okay, and, yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> easier to use. Why don't, maybe they could hook you up with a kangaroo from the zoo up there, you know, when it comes over and you can pull it out of its marsupial pouch. You see them. You feel them. You discover a koala smells like eucalyptus. Crack. That a binturong smells like popcorn. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you, as hard as it was for us to explain how to fucking work Skype to John, imagine trying to explain it to some people in Australia. Everything's fucking reversed down there, dude. You guys just put down your Vegemite and get to work. All right. This is piece of cake. Practically the same place. That is pretty cool, man. So, yeah, some exciting news. Just found out today that they're going to start a Lord of the Rings series nobody had told me about that when it got announced but apparently it's supposed to take place a thousand years before the second age of middle earth like when sauron was originally defeated so that yeah so like be all pretty the, uh, fucking good probably be better cool than game ghost of flashbacks from those uh video games shadow of mordor right you know it's like crafting the rings and handing them out and shit you know i never did get to play shadow of mordor i heard it's fucking badass oh, though but it's like microtransaction hell at the same time. They've got like uh, Game of the Year editions and shit out now for like 20 bucks. They've got the whole thing. Download a trial or something. Well done. Dude, I was thinking that 2019 had to be like one of the worst years for video games I've seen in a while. But I don't know, man. I like underrated the Resident Evil 2 remake. Resident Cause I was like, ah, oh, man, why would I want to play like, you know, HD remake of like a fucking 22 year old game. I've already beaten like 10 or 15 times, but it's me, Mario. this is turning out to be like the best game I've played. That's come out this year so far. What about just shapes and beats? Sid? Oh dude, just shapes and beats is the shit, but that game came out like two years ago. I want to say. Oh, God, you know what's really good in that vein is uh, a lot of the RPG ports on Switch, like Final Fantasy XII and uh, some of the Tales games are on there now. Oh, my God, so amazing. Yeah, they did do a recent re-release of Final Fantasy XII. It was like 
the Zodiac Age or something like that, and it's supposed yeah. to have like a, a, you know, it was HD reworked, of course, but it's also supposed to have like whole new gameplay elements, like rather than going off of the licenses or whatever that they did in Final Fantasy XII, they're well, doing some different shit now. If, if you recall, going all the way back to shit, what was that? That had to be like a. I don't know, like maybe 2006, something like that. Um, like 12 was originally supposed to be for the PlayStation 3, but then they, you know, fucked around with that for so long that it came out on PlayStation 2. So there were a lot of things that were like planned for their game that they just couldn't execute with the hardware that they had to kind of fuck around with. So this is like uh, the full version, and they've redone a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, made it easier to get around. My game of the week is going to be Magic the Gathering War of the Spark. Go get your planeswalker on. Yeah, I do actually want to talk about magic as well, dude. Please do. But uh, one more thing about Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, I think Final Fantasy twelve was really a unique uh, entry in the Final Fantasy series because it was like, as far as I know, one of the only ones that was a spinoff of another title from uh well it was like a took place in the same universe or same canon as another title that was a non-final fantasy game called vagrant story which i was a big fan of uh, on the ps1 that was like when i went through my big jrpg kick was in the ps1 what did they share like the just the like the animal types and stuff like that or what Oh, it's Tim, Tim, Tim. exact same world uh yeah. Ibelis or whatever is yeah, the same like vagrant it's part of the uh, uh Lance thing which is where tactics 12 uh 14 a uh, couple others take place in that and like there's this really like behind the scenes might have fucked up story about uh how they fired the guy that came up with it and stole all of his ip and shit but yeah so it's like when you think about the judges and the chocobos and did they take all his gill gill mgp everything jeez they took his ip they took his gill that's bullshit good thing they have that materia that is some bullshit so yeah magic and war of the spark specifically has a shitload of planeswalkers which uh has spawned a new multiplayer casual format that actually looks pretty fucking cool it's called oathbreaker what's oathbreaker uh, Oathbreaker is a casual multiplayer variant, and in the command zone, instead of having your just legendary creature or planeswalker, you have you have to have a planeswalker. It can't be a creature, and you also have its signature s- spell, which has to be an instant or sorcery, and it has to match the colors of the uh, planeswalker. So, say for example, you had like a nickel bolus, you could have a red, black, or blue, or any combination of those. If you had Ugin, you know, say as your leader, then you could only have like a colorless instant or sorcery. And it works the same way as commanders do. Like you can cast the instant or sorcery from your command zone for two more. And if it would go to anywhere, it goes to the command zone instead. You can only play the signature spell like while your planeswalker is on the board. And uh, decks are 60 cards, it's still singleton. Um, and you start at 20 life. 
and it just it seems like it's going to be a pretty fun like casual format to play with some homies i'm looking forward to some homie multiplayer casual play in the coming weeks and months that just opens the door for so much broken shit like somebody just has a wrath that they just can't cast all the time or whatever you're like fuck or even better than that uh armageddon oh my god you could play white you can play white weenies you can play like uh what's that new gideon the one that's like a four four yeah yeah dude so you just like play him with a bunch of bunch of other white weenies you like play a one drop a two drop you play him the next turn you play armageddon and just wipe everybody's lance out that's like a shitty way to play it though that's not like a casual way to play I'm kind of down on the new Aladdin that's coming out with Will Smith. Sid seems to think it's going to be awesome, but it's like, I loved the Robin Williams, like, you know, like, oh, I love that, dude. And I think Will Smith will do great. I mean, we can't have Aladdin with Robin Williams anymore. Speaking of which, it's fucking uh, mental health awareness week. So, yeah. You know, some people that are depressed, man, be cool to him. You know, I don't think he can be wacky. Smoothest transition ever. Wacky news! All right, moving to the next story. Now for some more blazing comedy. Check it. So what do you think, John? You in it? You in for it or not? Uh, fuck no. I'm also not in for any of these live action remakes. Like the Beauty and the Beast one. I mean, like, who? I I cannot believe that as many people saw that as they did because it just looked awful. And this looks even more awful. And I guess they're never gonna like reach the bottom. And oh god, that Lion King remake's coming out pretty soon too, and that looks awful. Hakuna Matata. I think they can really get those lions to act the way they want them to act, John. It's it's gonna be. A little tricky, but it's going to be realistic. That's part of the thing. They're calling it live action, but it's clearly like CGI. I mean, you know, like, I don't even know how they bill it as that. It just looks completely terrible. And I got to wonder, like, how many of this is people, they just take their kids to it because they're taking them to a movie and it doesn't really matter what movie it is, you know? Well, so this Aladdin remake is not G-rated, though, right? It's not supposed to be a kid's movie. If I'm to understand this. I don't know. I think it's PG, probably. Yeah. It's got to be at least PG. Maybe even PG-13. Me, personally, I've never been, like, the biggest fan of Disney. You know, like, uh, but I did really like Aladdin because I've always been a fan of the uh, Thousand and One Arabian Nights type archetypes of stories um i'm just very fascinated by that time period and those kind of tales like alibaba and simbad and stuff like that i i grew up like really liking stuff like that and aladdin uh from disney i thought was a really good uh it was the best children's version of aladdin i've ever seen which i've probably seen at least like 10 or 15 
children's versions of Aladdin, you know, like some of them were pretty cool. I haven't seen like um, this one uh, version of Aladdin that, you know, wasn't a children's version. That's what I'm hoping this will be because the Arabian fairy tales, much like the European fairy tales, like the Brothers Grimm and stuff like that, they're not necessarily like they're associated with kids, but they're not necessarily like kid friendly in every way. Like, you think about Aladdin, for example, like there's, uh, you know, some serious violent parts in Aladdin, um, depending on which version, uh, the princess is killed and, uh, she's brought back by the genie and stuff like that. So there's like a lot of different imaginings of Aladdin. I don't think the Disney version will be anything like dark, but I do think it'll be something that'll be amusing and good for adults and kids to enjoy i don't know like i just like the aladdin mythos like that arabian setting i think is cool and that's the only reason why i'm really excited for it do you think you'll they'll probably have a, a poo do you think they'll have iago like the, the bird Rat, iago geico get your geico in well i yeah it's already would think in the that they trailer. would have like all of the characters from the original Disney movie because that's kind of what they did with the Beauty and the Beast, right? Like, didn't they have all the? Do either of you guys you know the trailers? I saw the one. I think Will Smith looks ridiculous. He looks fucking ridiculous, but we'll see. Well, so let me ask you this: uh, you know, besides the fact that like it's Will Smith and. You think that? Do you think that Disney remaking these classics into like a CGI animation thing? Uh, do you think this is like their new direction going forward, or do you think that they're actually gonna like still come out with animated features? Like, how long has it been since you've seen a Disney movie that was animated by like? you could tell it was animated by people that drew it and painted it with their hands and not computers. You know what I mean? Oh, bro. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And I think, I think with this one, they're, they're really treading on a lot of like racist lines where they can't really get somebody who's to this or to that or whatever. So it's like, there's a lot of kind of, they look very white, even though they're supposed to be Arabian that her, like Jasmine has a friend, which is like the girl from SNL, like some like, person as like your side humor thing. Hey guys, you buzzing about my mom? Um, no. Why did you invite your mom? Wow, uh, where to begin? She drinks white tea, she's met Dan Rather, she knows exactly how to clean silk. Should I keep going? Uh, no, we're good. You guys ever heard of France? She's got a coffee table book about it. I don't wanna talk about your mom, Bedelia. We're playing truth or dare. Okay. I dare you to find a woman who strikes a better balance between work and family. Are you talking about your mom again? You get it. She gets it. Bye. I think it's just like they try to make it pretty white, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Princess Jasmine isn't supposed to have a fucking white friend. She's supposed to have a tiger. That's her only friend is a fucking tiger. So, I mean... If the tiger's not in the movie, I'm going to be fucking pissed because I thought the tiger was fucking badass. Uh, the magic carpet is my favorite character in the Disney Aladdin movie. Like, that guy is so fucking clutch. And he's just cool as shit. Like, his relationship with Abu and the genie in the uh, was 1993 
Aladdin is so fucking good, dude. Like, I love that magic carpet. So, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the trailers. Uh, I, I guess I should go watch one. I'm not interested so much in Disney movies these days because, you know, I'm not a fucking kid. So, huh. Well, that Lion King's going to be fire, John. Whatever happened to our podcast being funny, man? Yep. All right. So, John, Netflix came out with second season of Rain. Did you watch the first season season of Rain? I I did watch the first season of Rain, and um, I got to say, it, it, just to kind of place this, you know how Netflix has got like a lot of uh, uh, shows that are like from Europe or South Korea or something like that, and you know, and you know, it's like kind of cool because you know, shit, the number one show in France is probably pretty decent, right? I mean, you know, French people aren't stupid, German people aren't stupid, right? Then you watch Rain and you realize they're all fucking dumb as shit. We watched that one, uh, Dark, which they just announced the second season for, which was really, really good. I mean, really super. And so we were kind of on this thing and we're like, fuck yeah, let's walk, watch Rain. And, and I mean, it was all right. I mean, I'm glad there's going to be a second season. I don't think the second season will be good as the first, but. Yeah, the first season was kind of a mind fuck. And, and then like, then there's the. It comes out at the end where somebody gets rain on them and you're like, what? They didn't die right away? What the fuck? And then it's like the whole second season, all that's out already. So it's like I tried watching the first episode of the second season. And it's just like I have to go back and watch some because none of it like made sense. They're just like being hunted by the fucking government now. They're just like, what is going on? What did I miss? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody too much out there. But the conclusion of season one was... Uh not exactly satisfactory and uh you know kind of the thing you do when you suddenly realize there's going to be a season two instead of capping it off because yeah. you're not sure if you're gonna get another one or not well they were like searching for their dad or something and they found him at the end of the right day. yeah and, and they're like oh okay that's it nothing's really happening glad we found you dad so so speaking of you guys are going to be really proud of me because i'm uh, almost finished with one of your precious animes on the netflix yes which one john uh, I know we'll probably get a lot of hate mail about this. It's it's hate mail at gmail.com, but it is full metal alchemist, like the OG one, not because I guess there's like five or six different retellings of it or some shit. I don't know. But like the OG, OG full metal alchemist. Sid's all about that. Sid. Fucking. I can't believe that they were in Nazi Germany the whole time, man. Oh, sorry. Oh, dude, spoiler. I'm, not, I'm not done yet. Don't spoil it for me. <laughs> No, I'm just fucking with you, I'm, man. I'm like seven episodes away from ending, which I guess is like maybe 15 minutes of actual time. But that was on a different series. Yeah, man. Full Metal Alchemist uh, definitely was a huge like uh, franchise. I, I personally never got too involved in the other ones, but I did follow the original run of the show on Adult Swim. And uh, yeah, man, there's a lot of lovable characters my favorite one scar scar is just like such a fucking badass dude even though he's a cold motherfucker like i love that guy oh my god i cannot even imagine watching this on like network television with commercials and everything because there's literally like the episodes are like 18 minutes on netflix you know with the with the five minute intro and all that and three minutes of recap for what happened on the last episode so i don't i've got no idea how they stretch that to 30 minutes i got I got, I have uh, Full Metal Alchemist Trivia, John vs. Sin Edition. Here we go! Oh, Jesus. Fuck, I'm so fucked. 
All you have to say is ding, and I'll replace that with a sound effect, and then you can... Uh, how about we just yell it out? Sure! I'll put a ding in later. No one's gonna stop me from putting that ding in there. <laughs> Alright, who frees pride from the Earth prison outside Kanama? I have no idea what any of that means. Uh, I'm gonna say... Ah, shit. What was her name? Lust. So, you have a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is a different thing, right? So, what's Full Metal Alchemist anime? Is that it? How did Ed lose his arm? Is that Does that make sense, John? Uh, yeah, that, it yeah. was during the uh, experiment to bring their mother back. Yeah, except that you have to go on like a whole five minute tear about uh, the experiment to bring their mother back with flashbacks. Well, you can't fucking bring a human back to life because a human life takes a human life. Yep, it's called transmutation. He was performing human transmutation. It's called the law of equal exchange. (laughs) The law of people exchange. Where is the scar on Scar's body which gives rise to his name? Forehead. Face, yes. We'll give it to across his forehead. Each arm at the bottom of the X runs over an eye. Hmm. All right. What two colors are used for the flag of the Amistris? See, I have, I've, I've like literally watched like 42 or three episodes. I'm going to say red and black because it's like the Nazi flag, right? Green and white. Okay. What? It's the nation where Edward and Alphonse live. Its flag is a white dragon set on a green background. The flag of Amistris is similar to the flag of the Amistris military, which is the same design, only a yellow border and a different shape. There you go, John. Yeah, yeah nobody gives a shit. How is Envy related to Ed and Al? Hmm. Oh, when we tried to transmute our mother, the law of equal exchange requires that only a homonucleus can be formed when someone tries to bring someone back from the life. My life father, Mikatsu! Mikatsu! Oh, Naona! That's yeah, I think John that might actually on. be right. Yeah, it's brothers. He's one of the seven homunculi in the series. There you go, John. Yes. <laughs> Fucking told you. School in it. Who's the leader of the homunculi, John? It's okay, Lust. this is another thing where, like, I've... <laughs> Lust like, is the leader of the homunculi, right? The... No, because they've got, like, a boss, and their boss has got a boss, and all this kind of shit, and it's, like, probably the kitten they left in a fucking stroller in episode 1.17 or some shit. Dante was the person who first discovered the way to make a homunculus. She either makes a homunculus herself, or gives one that someone else made the stones that are needed to survive. Like you definitely time, shouldn't go around fucking with homunculi, though, man. Yeah, okay, Tim, that right there would have triggered another 10-minute sequence about the time they tried to transmute their mother. What is the name of the person who created Creed? Or Greed? The same person, Dante! Boom! Dante created Greed as a second homunculus. Damn, Tim, you're, like, really good with this, uh... <laughs> nah, I'm really smart! I just fucking know all the answers, I don't know how. Uh... With whom was Scar's big brother in love with? John and Sid? I've got uh, a fucking clue. Colonel Roy Mustang. <laughs> Close. It was Lust. When Lust died, Scar's big brother tried to bring her back. Okay, that's another thing. Like, anytime you see Scar just, like, walking down a street or something, he's going to stop in the middle of the street and do that classic, like, that. <laughs> and then, like, have a flashback about his brother coming out of that shack for, like, five fucking minutes. John will know this one. What was Edward's last name, John? Tell tell the people, John. Just tell them. I've got 
no clue what their names are. I really do. It's Elric, isn't it? Yes, it is! Ding, 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 said Swami! You're going to the lightning round! I don't want to go to the lightning round! I don't want to do Yeah, nobody wants this. This is like worse than torture, man. That's fine. All right, I'm going to fire some questions at you. said, what is the law that states to obtain something equal value must be lost? Go! The, the law of... John said it earlier. Uh... Com uh, equal conversion, equal equivalent conversion. exchange. Equivalent exchange. Yeah. Shit. Fuck. That means I lose. That means I lose the lightning round. Sorry. Not no parting part. What lives did Ed lose? We'll try to revive his mother. Gotcha. Uh, fuck. It's hot. Hey, has it gotten to a hundred in Texas yet, John? Uh, no. Actually, today was the first day that we seriously broke ninety. All right. It was. Oh shit. And we're yeah, I know. Summer's coming late this year. Thank you for playing. Full Metal Alchemist trivia! Fuck this game. It's weak. I was schooling on some Game of Thrones trivia a couple weeks ago. I wish you'd have been there for that, John. You and me could have fucking... Oh, I, yeah, we could have fucking cleaned up on that. John's actually the guy that got me into Game of Thrones. I didn't really want to watch what, it. What? And then one day... Oh, wait, no, it wasn't you, John. It was fucking uh, John Corona that got me into Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Shit. Never mind. Fuck that story. You know, I would actually pay good money to see Game of Thrones as an anime. Hey, do you ever still see John Corona? That guy's cool as shit. Oh, uh, yeah, I still see him every now and again. Cool dude. What was his brother's name? The guy that just always laughs inappropriately? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is this is like a Corona family trivia now. <laughs> nah, but I don't know, man. Like, uh... I guess since it is technically like the last episode of Game of Thrones, like, are we going to throw final predictions in the hat? Because I got nothing, but I'd be. Oh, you guys haven't guys. read the leaked script yet? No, no, I didn't do that. Do you want me to um, tell you how it ends? I'm really fucking pissed that Kyburn, like, even though it's cool how Kyburn got killed because he got killed, you know, to start Clegane Bowl. Um, I really wanted him to do something like this season, something cool, something fucked Nobody up. Nobody is doing anything this season, let alone anything cool or fucked up. Oh, by the way, who the fuck did he transmute to get uh, to turn the mountain into uh, Sir Strong? Oh, shit. So there's a homunculus out there. Is this part of the leak script? No, like last episode when Klingenbull happened. I mean, he's undead, right? The mountain's undead. So he had to transmute somebody. Fuck right. yeah, he did. No, he didn't, because in Game of Thrones, it's different. There's no law of equal exchange, you know? <laughs> because... Uh... Oh, on the day that they took my brother and turned him into a homunculus strength. You guys want to hear some wacky news? Fuck yes, we do. Oh, God. Blazing Comedy's wacky news. We leave no pot leaf unturned. We cover all the hard-hitting topics. It's like hard as ball sacks. All right. A child discovered $40,000 worth of meth inside of a box of Legos. The Lego box was shrink-wrapped to look like it came from a factory, but contained 3.2 pounds of meth inside the toy bricks. God damn it. Which was still less than the cost of the Lego set that would have been in there. <laughs> it was a Star Wars Lego set, so... Yes, John. They, whew, good one. See, that's the problem right there, because like, if one of those is shrink-wrapped, you know something's wrong, because they don't come shrink-wrapped. They're like, fucking break me open and steal me. 
It was uh, three women, three Georgia women found a box of Legos in a consignment shop in Charleston, South Carolina. They figured it would be a good gift for a child back home in Statesboro. Yeah, that's... Oh, I was just traveling across state lines with a pawn shop item. <laughs> what? A, this sounds so fucking fishy already. But when the kid finally opened the box, he didn't find any Legos, just a bunch of math. And the kid's super... We can't calm him down. He won't go to bed. Fucking... Just a mess. That's fucking wild, dude. I mean, like, I'm interested to know. You know that that fucking box of Legos got wouldn't get snapped up in some estate sale. Like, somebody died and was supposed to, like, sell that meth. <laughs> or else some Mexican is opening a box of Legos right now and he's fucking pissed off. Oh, it's got to be a Mexican. First of all, most of the people that I've known with, because, you know, I, I've affiliated with that community. They're not fucking Mexicans. It's Georgia, the South. It's what's close to there. It's not like I was I was just playing the odds. What? Well, got to be South. Georgia though. is I mean, close to South me. is only relative to where your direction is. I mean, if you're in Brazil, then Georgia's not South. Whoa. Yeah, like. <laughs> Georgia has an entirely different ocean on its side than Mexico does. There was a package of tortillas inside there, too. Okay, so what if this is, like, actually a very clever way to smuggle drugs? You know, like, you're like, okay, we're going to put this on the shelf in this, you know, uh, Goodwill or whatever. You know, and you come by a couple days later or whatever and pick this thing up and you can be like, oh, you know, I was just, you know, it's a clean way to launder some stuff. Some guy comes in there, scratches his neck. He's like, where's that set of Legos? And they're like, I don't know. We sold it earlier today. Well, this is definitely trafficking amounts of meth. I mean, this isn't like personal use or anything, right? Right, right. Well, I mean, everybody that's trafficking it is fucking doing it, dude. (laughs) Oh, fuck. No. Come on. What's rule number one in Scarface? Uh, It's different. It's different uh, with meth, dude. I mean, cocaine and meth are very different, dude. People who deal in meth are fucking doing meth. Like, that shit is for real, dude. Like, no. Nah? All right. No, I mean, well, number one, you got to have people that are, you know, for the stuff that they're, like, trafficking, like, where they're actually manufacturing and shit like that. You can't be on meth when you're doing that. People that do that blow their trailer up, you know? Yeah, true. I miss that trailer. I miss my dog, too. Man. So, yeah, I'm guessing that, like, you know, they're in on it and they've got some Goodwill employee who's in on it. But then, you know, fucking Becky, the Goodwill worker, you know, she's just going through and like, oh, I wonder why this isn't on the shelf, you know, and puts it out there with a sticker on it. And, you know, here come these two other people want to buy it for their son, you know, and, and she doesn't know what's going on. And before you know it, a couple of bodies are dead. Dude, yeah, seriously, like. Somebody fucking died because of this. Like, somebody had to have died because of this, man. It's $40,000. In related news, a five-year-old brings crack cocaine to preschool. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Why is the five-year-old in preschool? They should be in kindergarten by now. I know. He was, he's, he's got a drug This habit. is why he's you shouldn't do drugs, the- kids. Makes you yeah, because maybe his parents are meth heads and they can't fucking figure out when he's supposed to go to school. Police say the boy told the teachers aide that the person who handed him the bag told him to hide it. He went into school and gave it to the teacher's aide, and they contacted police. And uh, it was at Siberian Children's Center. 
Roman, it's a Roman Catholic church preschool. Holy shit, this happened at a private school? Oh, wow. Oh, this probably wasn't a private school, dude. It was probably like one of those, like, you know, uh, you know, it's low income, you know, like free for low income and it's subsidized by the. The Archdiocese of Philadelphia tells. Oh, Philadelphia. That's all you need to know. End of story. He just said, took the bag, which he suspected held drugs, informed an administrator, and then called 911. No other children came in contact with the drugs. Um, except for there's this guy named Sid Swami who kept calling, saying, um, did you find my lunch on the ground? Do you remember uh, back in school when they brought the drugs to school and would, like, show you what they looked like and shit? Yeah, and they're like, wait a minute. Uh-oh, the joints are gone. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, real drugs. It's like the fake drugs, kind of like when they have nutrition class and it's like fake scrambled eggs and fake apples and shit. All right, we're going to all turn around. It, someone please return the joints back to the display and no one will get in trouble. God damn it. So... Uh, there was this one time it, this didn't happen in my class, but it did happen at my school, man, uh, that the cop came and like had brought the, the shit to school. And like one of the kids tried to open one of the uh, bags and get the crack out. And you just got to think like, why the fuck? Would that kid like be trying to go for crack? Why are all these kids fucking getting crack and I'm not? It's fucking bullshit. I'm getting some crack. The ladies, yeah. Hey yo, nah, nah, dude, you don't want to fuck around with ladies that do crack, though, man. Tim's out there using that fucking female Snapchat filter, trying to get some crack, some sweaty, oh. sweaty, smelly man crack. All right. Danish politician goes to Pornhub looking for votes. Joachim B. Olsen, an Olympic shot put silver medalist running to be a member of Denmark's parliament, placed a campaign ad on Pornhub in order to get votes. He's got my vote. That's for sure. Yeah. I wonder how I many mean, votes you have to have to get elected to parliament in Denmark. I mean, like, how many fucking people live in Denmark? I don't know, but they're fucking horny as shit, apparently. Like, he, he's literally going after the 24 dudes who can vote in his election. <laughs> hey, girls go to Pornhub, too, man. They got stuff for girls on there. You know, he's playing the odds. He's like, that's advertising. Guys sometimes go there every day. I'm just going to be a, a no name. Then when they go to vote, bada bing, bada boom. When you think about it, that's probably like the most, you know, like how Facebook had and Google have all their ad trackers and shit like that. Pornhub has got to have like the best trackers on planet Earth. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they probably have everybody's information. Well, yeah, because because all the freaking advertisements that pop up, you know, like for this one, it's like find horny uh, milfs running for Congress in Denmark near you. I know. How did they know I'm into that? That freaks me out. Congressional debate on chatterbait.com. You can fucking, you know, type in your questions live and also tip, you know, your candidates to do fucked up shit like stick baseball bats up their butt. Chatterbait was was actually a game show I came up with the eight in the eighties. I was so upset when they came up with that app. I was like, God damn. Back to the drawing board. Whew. Alright, so this game. You basically either chat with somebody or you masturbate all over them. Another smooth transition from Tim. Still working the kinks out on that one, John. Oh, there's kinks in there, that's for sure. 
It actually kind of reminds me of that um, Orgasm Wars game show in Japan. Did you guys ever hear about that? Did I? I, I was on that shit, Sit. Yeah, dude. I think there was only like one episode that ever made it on TV, but it was like um, these two guys and like... Or no, yeah, it was like... Uh, a straight Japanese porn star versus a gay Japanese porn star. And the gay Japanese porn star would blow the straight one, which it already automatically makes him gay in my opinion. But you know, my opinion on who's gay and not doesn't really matter. But <laughs> like, it was so funny. Cause they would like be talking shit before the match should be like, I'm going to make you come. And he's like, there's no way you'll make me come before the time limit. And it's like, five minutes for um basically the guy to get head and like if the gay porn star guy can make the straight guy come then he wins yeah i was on that sit except for i they filmed it a couple blocks from here i it had to be the same show had to be the same show how long did it take for you to blow your load into the gay guy's mouth (laughs) (laughs) he almost got me but i i held out for two minutes, so I'm pretty proud of myself. Oh this is fucking shit. This show has gone so badly. No wonder we can't get John to record with us anymore, man. What the fuck? All right, last story. A Florida man faces obscenity charges for an I eat ass window sticker. I don't know. What, who would have a problem with that one? He's just, he's just out there? That is like such a fucking... Okay, so look. I've made it no secret uh, that, you know, I'm a fan of the oral, but to wear it like with a sticker on your car for like everybody to see, including kids is just like, I don't know, man, it's, it's fucking derogatory. It's vulgar, dude. Like I don't want to be a square far be it for me. I fucking party. I like shit like that. But at the same time, like you need to like show some respect to like, the public. I remember I went over to my buddy's house one time and like he lives in this apartment complex and his Wi-Fi name is like ass eaters anonymous or something like that. Or the, the name of the routers ass eaters anonymous. I am laughing so hard at that. That is brilliant. Right. But it's just like I go outside and there's like little kids fucking playing downstairs and, you know, they're like connecting to the Wi-Fi to play Fortnite and they're seeing this Wi-Fi router called Ass Eaters Anonymous. They're they're playing Fortnite and you think that the router name Ass Eaters Anonymous is the worst thing they're going to encounter. Well, I don't know, man. I don't think that Fortnite is necessarily worse Fortnite than is like 95% pedophiles. I'm convinced. You can get really sick from eating ass, dude. Take my word from it. Oh, jeez. I just think there needs to be more advocates for it. You know, I just think that's very underappreciated art form anymore. Well, I don't think it is actually, man. I think that it's more appreciated than ever. Uh, like it's more like given oral sex is, uh, for dudes, what eating ass isn't oral sex. You don't think so? No, it's not oral sex. It's how the fuck is it not oral sex? You're fucking tongue punching the fart box, man. If anal, if putting your dick in a butthole is anal sex, then 
it is tongue punch in a butthole anal sex or oral sex or is it sex there has to be at least one sex organ involved you're talking about a mouth and an asshole neither of which are sex organs hey man you might want to watch it, dude. It's like gay dudes that are into, you know, butt sex, and they might consider the butt a sex organ. Well, you're not going to be punching somebody's freaking prostate with your tongue when you're... Come on. I don't know. Gene Simmons probably could. Not that I don't think he's <laughs> ever ate man ass, but, you know, there's probably brothers out there that got some serious tongue game. They're like fucking liquor from the Resident Evil 2 remake, so and they're just fucking... Thing. They don't want nudes. They want tongue pics. Getting that ass, getting up in there, tickling the liver, dog. Remember when we were like, hey, let's let's come at this show with like a, a hard PG rating. And let's revamp it and call it Blazing Comedy. <laughs> okay, speaking of, while we're on the subject, like no names, no stories. But how many people in real life do you know that are pedophiles? Well, no one advertises. I mean, like actual convicted pedophiles. Okay, so I've only known one guy that was a registered sex offender, and the story that he told me about how he got arrested. Okay, no, no like, stories or anything. I'm I'm right. going somewhere with this. All right. Like so, Sid knows one. Tim, how many do you know? Uh, my one of the guys I went to high school with, his dad was one. They found that out, and then a high school teacher, so two. Okay, yeah. So like, I know. There was one guy that I went to high school with, and then there was like a guy in my town that got busted for it. So between the three of us, we know of five, personally know of five registered kitty fuckers, right? Well, those are busted. Well, no, because you don't have to be a kitty fucker to be a registered well, sex yeah, offender. I'm, I know. Bro. I'm just talking. There I'm was just... one time that I got a public indecency charge for standing on the hood of somebody's car and pissing on their windshield. And I could have been a registered sex offender for yeah, that, but, but I didn't. About... So we've got five registered sex offenders between okay. the three of us, right? Yeah. So you know how, like, everybody's like, like, oh, no, you know, it's, it's so rare, you know, like, all this other shit. They are everywhere, dude. I mean, how does nobody talk about this? Like, every person knows, like, two or three of them, right? Well, those are only the people that got busted, too. I mean, how many people are fucking... Exactly. Shitty people that you don't know about? So it's like, this is like a fucking epidemic and like nobody talks about it. Oh man, it's, there's a lot of shit like that, man. Fucking, uh, the worst is when children are involved, man. Child abuse, both physical and sexual is something that I feel like runs fucking rampant, dude. You know, like I've seen a bunch of people, I don't know, like, I don't know where you draw the line with fucking uh, discipline and child abuse, but I've seen like a lot of people discipline their kids and it just seems like really abusive to me. And it's just like, I don't know, man, like I used to get whoopings and shit when I was a kid, but it was never like uh, above the belt. You know, or if it was, it was like on my hands. Like I never got slapped in my face or like chopped in my chest or like hit in the back or in the back of the head or anything like that. But like people do that shit to their kids to discipline them. And it's fucking bullshit, man. Like people like that are fucking uh, out of control, you know? Yeah, I got I got fucking shit beat beat in by both my parents when I was growing up. It's like, I don't know, you can't you can't punish kids like. Like I was punished back in the day, 
but it was normal. Like, my neighbors were getting fucking spankings and shit. Oh, we need to bring some of that shit back. Like, have you ever been, like, in the grocery or something store or somewhere, and you see a kid where, like, if you had acted like that, you would have been on a fucking round-trip uh, space shuttle flight to Mars and back? Like you would well, see, I don't know, man. I never really, I never really caught like a serious beating. I would just get like a spanking, and then like um, uh, by a certain age, like because of the environment that I grew up in or whatever, spankings didn't work because I was too mean, like to respond <laughs> to pain, like in a way that you know, like. I just was, dude. Like, you know, if you're a fucking trailer park kid and you're like fucking playing kung fu and beating the shit out of each other with your friends, like, I come home and get a spanking and laugh at that shit. You know what I mean? They're like, uh, but nah, man, like, neither my mom or my pops, like, ever really, like, they pushed me up against a wall a couple times, but uh, I never got like punched in the face or slapped in the face or uh, hit in my chest, back, uh, belly or anything like that. It was always on my ass or when I was little, I would get my hands hit. I hated that shit. Getting my hands hit. That's something that uh, I think is actually uh, probably like a violent way to like discipline your kids, but is actually probably pretty effective to hit their hands. Cause fucking, I don't know if you've had your hand slapped before, but that shit will fucking piss you off, man. All right, John, what, what are you vaping on right now, John? <coughs> uh, I got a Dr. Pepper on the way home. Cause it's a really nice day. Oh, hell yeah, man. What's your favorite nineties band, John Nirvana? Smells like Teen Spirit. What? What's your like, favorite time to drink a Dr. Pepper? Is it 10, 2, or 4? Yeah, you have to pick one of those times. You know, Sid probably knows this, but like Dr. Pepper has this kind of mythical status here in Texas because this is where it started. Well, and here in Roanoke, to too, Dr. Pepper is yeah. a huge deal because the bottling plant basically built this town. Well, we've got... The, there used to be this thing called Dublin Dr. Pepper, and uh, long story short, like who owns Dr. Pepper Pepsi, I guess. Yeah. Um, but they kind of like stole the recipe and then eventually like sued the original people. And it was just recently that they could no longer make, quote unquote, the real Dr. Pepper. And people are really fucking salty about that to this day. Yeah. Well, have you ever had a hot Dr. Pepper? Oh, a flaming Dr. Oh, Pepper? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Not the drink one, but you like hook. Heat it up on the stove and you drink it like a like coffee, hot coffee type shit. No, dude, is that good? I don't know. People do that. Well, I could imagine it like in a fucking place like, uh, you know, like Maine or fucking Canada where it's cold as shit, dude. You don't want to drink a soda that's cold. Then again, I don't know, because I drink like cold beer when it's cold and that shit warms you up a little bit. <laughs> One of the things that is good about being down here is that you can actually buy the Mexican versions of most sodas that have actual sugar in it instead of all yeah. this bullshit, you know? And then, like, you know, the big soda companies, whenever they roll out, like, the made-with-real-cane-sugar shit, like, once a year or something like that, they act like they're doing you a fucking favor. It's like, what? Oh, the throwback the throwback sodas. Yeah, man. that's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that we're going for back Yankees, to this crazy, yeah. crazy world where we put sugar in sodas instead of <laughs> high fructose corn syrup. Wacky. Sugar is sugar, man. I don't know. It's like 
Mexican Cokes are only good because they're out of a glass bottle, man. The fucking Cokes that they used to make back in the day that were out of a glass bottle that had high fructose corn syrup were fucking awesome, too. No. Stuff's all Yeah. No. All right. A pharmacist named Chris Alderton created Dr. Pepper in 1885. Alderton worked in a drugstore in Waco, Texas, owned by Wade Morrison. Legend has it that Morrison named it Dr. Pepper after the father of a young girl he once was in love with. See, there's another pedo. Ah, fuck, dude. Dr. Pepper was invented by a pedo. It's like Ah, literally getting my windowless covered wagon. So I went to Waco one time, man. Let me tell you, that is a fucking flyover place if I've ever seen one. Like, there ain't shit going on in fucking Waco. There's there's a lot of weird shit going on in Waco because that's where that Branch Davidian thing was. That's where they got Baylor University and all the rape in. That's where they've got that Chip and Joanna Gaines who are going to end in a murder-suicide, I'm convinced. Strange place. Yeah, man, it's just because they're fucking bored. That's why they're doing yeah, all this crazy shit. There's <laughs> nothing else to do. do. Like, <laughs> it's like revert to caveman impulses. <laughs> right. We go to the fucking Dr. Pepper Museum. So it's weird, like, going into Waco from, uh, like, the San Antonio Austin area, you have to drive over a bridge. And you're just like, where the fuck is this, like, body of water coming from? Because you're in the middle of fuck all. Like, how could there be a river going through here? But it's not. It's like a it's like a canyon, isn't it, John, that you drive yeah, over? It's, like, it's kind of like a gigantic. I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like somebody put, like, a swamp in a shallow canyon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird, dude. Like Waco, I, I would not recommend it for anybody. Like, uh, there oh, they are also cool had that uh, motorcycle gang war there, where all those people got shot. What? There was yeah, a fucking like, gang war in Waco. <laughs> yeah, this was like a few years ago. It was like a couple of motorcycle gangs were getting together for a conference, and it, it was a Twin Peaks. Oh shit! You guys remember the bubble gum you, that you could get that was like Dr Pepper flavored, or you know, like. Coca-Cola flavored gum. Oh, yeah. it had oh, yeah. stuff inside of it that squirted in your mouth. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. We used to call that cum gum back in the day. Yeah. I called other stuff cum gum, but yeah. Right. I don't know why I was noticing this, but have you noticed that like uh, bullshit gum flavors? Because there used to be like Hubba Bubba and uh, was that one Bubblicious where they had like the watermelon and the pink lemonade and all that stuff. And now it's all just like spearmint. Ice chews. Bullshit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I haven't chewed gum since back in my rave days, so I don't know much about gum these days. Who's buying that shitty, like, super minty gum? Like, who buys that shit? Well, they make those commercials. Uh, what was it about five years ago where they'd be like super high budget, like, gum commercials? Yeah. Where it'd be like effects from like the Matrix or some shit. <laughs> yeah, gum is not a luxury item, you know. <laughs> I feel like it is though. Like, who fucking needs gum for their job except like bad guys in wrestling? Like, those are the only people I know that fucking need gum because well, for some reason they're always chewing gum to look well, like some an people asshole. that like have to chew gum to keep their mouth moist, you know. Like they just, you know, or they dry out. You know what I'm talking about? It's great for your clit stimulation. And juicy fruit doesn't taste like any fruit that I know. You know? 
And it lasts yeah. like two seconds. How the fuck is Juicy Fruit still around, but like Hubba Bubba Blueberry doesn't exist anymore? What the fuck? It's because of fucking Chief and uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest, dude. Yeah. It had that zebra stripe gum. Oh, God, that stuff is such bullshit. That was that the still worst, around? dude. Oh, that, the worst gum on planet Earth. Nah, actually, Bazooka Joe is the worst gum, but at least they had like cartoons that they put got a little comic with it right but the gum was terrible you would like bite on it and it was like biting into like a freaking piece of like drywall or something yeah no shit (laughs) like that fruit stripe gum like you couldn't even get it in a normal store you had to go like to a shady ass gas station on the bad side of town where you could buy bootleg movies and shit Those those shitty stores with the bootleg movies always have the freshest now and laters, though, man. Because, you know, like, you don't want to fuck with a now and later that's been sitting on the shelf for a while because it has a texture somewhat similar to bazooka gum. But if you get, like, a good fresh now and later, like, the one that's just, like, uh, it's just so chewy, like, you could tell when you got you a good now and later. Like, you, you know you're at a shitty gas station when you go in there and they've only got the fruit stripe gum that Andy Cap fries is like the only chips they've got there. And the only, and the only soda for sale is Fresca. I only shop places where they, they carry razzles. It's the candy gum where you can chew. It turns into a powder and then some gum is left behind. And you always wonder, how much gum did I just swallow? So a cool thing about Roanoke is a lot of the um, gas stations in Roanoke are like truck stops, too. They have like some kind of restaurant in them. So like uh, there's this place over by the rail yard that has like a fried chicken. And maybe it's just in my area because I live like near the rail yard. But uh, like there's a fried chicken restaurant in one of them. And then the other one has like a Chinese restaurant in it. And then there's one that has like a Mexican restaurant in it. It's pretty fucking badass. Like I fucking love truck stops. And that's like one really cool thing about Roanoke is a lot of the fucking convenience stores are like truck stop style. So, John. Oh, come on, John. You can't be hating on a truck stop. I know you like Bucky's. That's fucking sweet I, truck stop. If you, you say know, you I don't actually, like Bucky's, you're fucking full of shit. I know that you don't like a lot of things, but anybody who doesn't like well, Bucky's okay. is not fucking human, okay? Okay, I I am not a big fan of the Bucky's. You fucking you're so full of shit, dude. Everybody likes dude. Bucky's. Have you even tasted their beaver nuggets? Okay. Well, Part of this, you have to understand, like, you know, I was raised like my dad was a first generation German guy. Right. So when you got in the car, there was no stopping until you fucking ended. Like when we went back to Pittsburgh on summers to visit the grandparents and shit like that, you stopped once in Indianapolis and you stopped once across the Pennsylvania border. That was it. There was no fucking around or anything. So like when you go there and like, number one, they're always crowded as fuck. Sure, they've got like 10,000 bathrooms and all that stuff but they're always just like fucking crowded and they're full of like bullshit families running around with like stuffed beavers and kids crying all over the place and everything it's like not for me i want to go in there i want to gas up the car i want to like maybe grab a coke or something like that and get the fuck out it's like it's not like i'm going to adventure land or something i always knew john was into coke fucking shit but you feel what i'm saying like if you've i'm sure that if you've got kids 
and you're stopping there, this is like a godsend because the kids are going to get entertained and cracked out for like half an hour, maybe, you know, and maybe you can just like not hear them bitching. It's like a safe place. You know, it's not like a creepy truck stop with a fried chicken thing like Sid likes to go to. So I get that. I mean, I totally get it. It's it's just not for me. It's not where I want to stop after I've been in the car for a few hours. I, I'm afraid of all road trips, pretty much. What? I just don't. I'd rather fly somewhere. It's like the, being cooped up in a car with the, my you know, kids and shit. What? That's how you get I know what you're saying. Get real people. I've been like dreading this trip. I got coming up pretty soon, man. I'm like planning on moving cross country, and it's just like. We're taking a U-Haul and my car, and my car is like old oh, as shit. Dude. Uh, it's where are you moving to, Sid? I'm uh, moving fucking Longmont, Boulder area, Colorado. What? We're gonna have some video content coming your way. Oh boy, don't get don't get shot by any school shooters, Sid. Well, I don't. I don't go to school. I think I've been pretty fucking uh, clear about my views of school. School fucking sucks. That's why I dropped out. So, yeah. We are going to play games like what's stretchier, the balloon or Sid's ball sack. But tune into our YouTube channel. It's always my ball sack. <laughs> like, spoiler alert, my ball sack is like the fucking Hulk Hogan of stretchiness. It can't be defeated. Sid could do that. Uh, he'd do that big base jumping shit like the wind wing soup just using his ball sack we call it mr fantastic scrotum <laughs> join the mexican nah, circus and be senior scrotum it's like i don't i don't know if it was just me taking this trip then it'd be fine but it's like it's gonna be me driving the truck and then sandy bell driving the car um you know, like with all of our fucking possessions in these two vehicles and like we're relying on these two vehicles to make it like I want to say like 2000 miles, you know, or some shit like just that. Tow the car. So what are you going to do? Are you going to just put enough food in in Justin's bowl to feed him for like a few months? I mean, <laughs> what's going to happen with Justin? <laughs> well, I mean, Justin's going to just have to figure it out for the time being, man, because, you know, while I'm staying at Casa Kempter, you know, it's going to be pretty cramped as it is. And having a fucking oh unwashed God. incel around the place is going to make it uh, awesome. Y'all aren't planning on starting some kind of like uh, weird commune shit, are you? Well, you know, I wasn't planning like on it, but now that you brought it up, it does sound the, pretty cool. The men are out there hustling weed it does sound cool laundry get the laundry done a lot of dog fucking laundry oh, is boy. how many wives can we have sid <laughs> laundry is like one of those things man it's like it's not a hard thing to do but it's a hard thing to fucking master man because you know like they're always just it always seems like we run out of towels at some point and it's just like, why can't we coordinate our laundry schedule better? Or is that better aim with your cum, Sid? I mean, God, just, really? Y'all, y'all want to hear a true story? I mean, I only come in the butt like a gay guy, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so. Come to our commune. All right. So, I mean, you know, you can just go and buy more towels, right? Yeah, but I 
don't want to do that. I just, I mean, laundry soap is a lot cheaper than new towels. Bullshit. Like fucking laundry soap is expensive, man. I bet you could like one for one towels and laundry soap. Yeah. I thought people only had the amount of towels that their ex-wife left them with. You mean I can go out and purchase these? If you're nasty, like I am, I buy towels at like fucking yard sales and shit. You can get them like super cheap. But, you know, there's a certain there's a certain flexibility of, you know, cleanliness and germophobia that comes with that territory. I understand. That's where I get all my underwear. You know, I. So no shit. My wife did not realize that you can buy pillows at like Walmart. She kind of had this notion that like, you know, you got a pillow when you were born and that's the pillow that you have to use until you die. And like you can only if you were to go out and buy new pillows, you know, you'd, you'd have to go to like freaking Macy's or some high end department store or something, you know, and get this white glove treatment. And it's like, how did you not know there's a whole aisle of them at Walmart? How? I mean, you got to be picky about the pillow that you got, though. I personally got the pillow to match my mattress. But I mean, Sandy Bell has had this pillow that she swiped off her mom's bed before she moved out when she was like 17 you know and like she's had it now for like eight years and it's just fucking like uh shell of its former self yeah you might want to look into spending the 10 bucks like a whole hamilton and maybe get a new one i just have one pillow and it has a picture of my ex-wife and her first boyfriend on it and uh, is that normal so I bought Sandy Bell a new pillow. I bought her the same kind of pillow I have, which is the purple pillow to go with our purple mattress. Oh, I've heard about those. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's fucking awesome, but she doesn't like it. She likes her mom's pillow. Pillows are such a freaking personal thing, you know, because it's like, for example, like you know, I've got my pillows, my wife has her pillows, and if, like, through some happenstance, like, one gets flipped to the other side and you lay down, you can tell immediately. You just feel it. Mm-hmm. I had this uh, down feather pillow for a really long time. Those fuckers are expensive. You can't buy those at Walmart, man. But seriously, I do have this pillow that is silicone. It's like, um, it's... Is it like a fake tit? No, it's like silicone foam. It's like webbed silicone foam underneath the deal. It feels like it's just like a sturdy pillow that always forms around like my head and shit. It's almost like memory foam, but it's like strong and lasts fucking forever. It's fucking good. It's amazing. It was like 40 bucks. Yeah, the purple mattress is made out of some kind of silicone like material, too. It's it's weird, dude. But the purple mattress is not cheap. It was 800 bucks for a queen. So like... I wouldn't recommend it unless you just really are looking to have something like that, you know, if you think that's right for you. Yeah, it's about time for us to get a new mattress. I mean, like for me, I I would freaking rather sleep on the floor. I like my shit as hard as possible. That's what she said. Well, I think we should wrap this up, guys. I know this mattress talk is pretty interesting, but... Or let's talk about something else. This is fucking boring as shit. Nah, man. Fucking uh, bed is a very important thing, dude. Yeah, no like, shit. it's always been in my philosophy that your bed and your car are, like, two things that stand between you and the ground, and you should not skimp on those. But now that you bring up the sleeping on the floor thing, that is pretty interesting, because I did do the... Uh, sleeping bag thing for a while and i realized that once i went from 
sleeping in a sleeping bag all the time to sleeping in on a mattress again. I didn't get the same kind of comfort and deep sleep as I did when I was on the floor. I think that like people were meant to sleep on the floor almost dude. Like it's our natural uh, prerogative to do that. Yeah. I mean, mattresses don't grow on trees. I'm tempted to ask John about this like leaked game of Thrones thing, but I don't want to spoil it. You know what I mean? Like you read that, John. You you spoiled it for yourself. If y'all want to talk about it, I can like leave for a little. No, bit. I don't. I don't. But I, I just want to ask John. You spoiled it for yourself. You read it. Well, yeah, because the season's been such bullshit, you know. And and it's kind of at the point where you can't even avoid spoilers anymore if you go anywhere on the internet because people are just so fucking mad that they're, you know, already making memes about it and shit. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, the last. So I feel like this is what it's been like. Uh, the first two episodes of this season didn't matter. And then three fucking pissed a bunch of people off, but it was only like half the people. And then four didn't matter. And then five or no four like pissed off the same people even more. And then five like ran off everybody else. Yeah. And these two, these two fucks are going to make a, a Star Wars movie. Like the the next Star Wars movie, not the one this December, but the one after that. So, God save us all. I don't see how people are pissed off though, because Daenerys is gonna be the fucking queen. I thought that was the ending that people wanted. People fucking love Daenerys, but now that she's, you know, shown that she's fucking ruthless, people don't love her anymore. Well, it's the fact that like you had like literally 10 years of a story arc that we're building towards one thing and then like within 30 seconds she like hears a bunch of bells and decides to completely shit all over that story arc just like fucking Jamie Lannister's story arc complete shit you know like all that others throw it out the fucking window you know like so many characters this season like for so many years they were smart they were intelligent there was good writing there was good character development and now it's like oh i hear a bell i guess i'll be crazy now you know it's just what the fuck yeah and it's like i don't know i always thought that like it was weird how all these storylines they obviously led to something and they just kind of fizzle out right right at the end you're like all right Plus the fact that like HBO wanted to give them more episodes, wanted to give them no more. They're like, no, no, we got it. It's perfect the way it is. I guess the only thing that really bothers me, because like I guess like a lot of people I get it take Game of Thrones really seriously. I guess I don't take it as seriously to me. It's like, I don't know, being somebody who watches like WWE, you learn to like I guess keep yourself in a type of situation. Like as long as you're entertained, you're not supposed to care like whether or not it makes sense. But the one thing that is fucking pissing me off is like Aria in this show ever since she, uh, the last time that Aria even looked like the slightest bit weak was, um, when she was blinded at the end of season five. And it's just like, she seems invincible now. And that whole segment, first of all, they kept interrupting Clegane bowl to show her like being killed over and over again. Like there were two or three times in the episode. I'm like, Oh, Aria just died. What the fuck? And then it's just like, Oh, she's okay. She's just like really hurt. 
but not but not hurt enough to where you know she can't mount a horse and ride it out you know oh, with God. no saddle that was, that was the hackiest part of that entire fucking episode how she literally rides a pale horse oh my fucking god i mean it's like it's like it's written by seventh graders who just read a book on mythology or something i mean come the fuck on she's a white knight no she's not a white knight who come on tim who rides a white horse or a pale horse. This is why fucking TV shows are bullshit. And I hate that all the fucking good filmmakers are going to TV now, or they're going to like these Netflix series and shit. Like we'll never get another fucking movie like the warriors probably because all these who rides a pale horse, John, Tim, come on. Who rides a pale horse? Sid. Oh, my, my stupid here. I said, Oh my God. Sid, who rides a pale horse? I mean, in the Bible, wasn't it uh, death the rides a pale yes. horse? Yes. So she's literally the embodiment of death, the faceless God. What do we say to the, you know, like literally hops on a pale horse and starts riding it towards the Red Keep. Oh, my God. Sad. This is why Trump's getting another four years. <laughs> what the fuck? Her makeup was so caked on and like white and like they tried to make it look like, oh, she's covered in ash or whatever. But it like. It looked so fucking cheesy and stupid when she's running through at the end. Like, they overdid it. Hey, but how much would you love to be Elena Hensley, where you get literally paid a million bucks to stand in a window and make faces? Jesus Christ. I actually really liked her part. Like, I know that, like, I always like fucking Cersei, but whatever. I really liked her in this episode. She had a lot of really good moments. Uh, I think hey, probably what? one of my... One of my favorite moments of hers is when she like snuck past the hound and was just like, you know what? I get it. You guys got to fucking fight. I'm just going to go this way. Bye y'all. To show that like she showed almost unflinching resolve up until the point where Jamie came back and she just like completely became so panicky and vulnerable. And like he basically led her to her death. But she just, like, was so, in that moment, like, had lost everything, man. I don't know, dude. Like, I can't, I guess I just can't get over the fact that I really like that character and I really like that actress. And, I don't know. I just feel like Lena, uh, Of of all the characters on Game of Thrones, Cersei is the one who deserved to have a happy ending. Cersei did? Yeah, she got a happy ending. Yeah, totally, man. She got I to mean, die in the was, arms of her brother. Who she it was like a bitter. It was like a bittersweet ending. Yes, man, because that's Game of Thrones thing. They subvert the fucking. Oh, like, don't even that's say that. George R. R. Martin's thing, big time, is that he subverts the tropes. That's like his thing. He's like the fucking Marilyn Manson of fantasy writers. You know, like he goes for maximum shock value. And no. maximum fucking swerve factor, dude. No, he does He there's a difference between, and this is the thing that you know season eight has really gone off or seven or whatever the fuck it is has really gone off the rails with. There is a difference between really good writing that you know 
leads you to a place that has all the stuff in place that when it hits you with a twist, it all falls into place and it makes great sense. That's totally different than what Game of Thrones is doing, where it's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, right turn out of nowhere, you know, oh, look at us, we're so smart because we did the opposite of what you expected. Instead of the moon rising tonight, it's going to be a gigantic block of cheese. Bet you weren't expecting that, simpletons. What are you going to do tonight, Brain? Same thing we do every night. Pinky, try to take over the world. Yeah, exactly. Like, Martin is really, really good at, like, I mean, I don't want to give anything away from the books if people out there haven't read them, but, like, he's got a lot of shit that's, like, a lot, um, how can I put it, like, weightier, you know? But when it comes along, you're like, oh, holy shit, this is, you know, totally where it was going all along, you know? It's not just, like, you turn the page and it's like, and then an anvil fell on him, the end. John, did you watch Love, Death, and Robots yet on Netflix? I've watched a couple of them, and I gotta say, it's one of the stupidest goddamn things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I loved it. And there's one guy who who basically, um, it's animated, and they have the voice of Brain from Pinky and the Brain, and he's talking like, um... Isn't that guy just imitating Orson Welles, though? Yeah, pretty much. But it's the Pinky and the Brain thing, where you think it's like Brain, and you're like, oh, is this gonna be Pinky and the Brain, or what the hell is this? But it's, it's, it's really cool. I love that shit. John... Check them out. It's really good. Yeah, I've already I watched like I think I watched three episodes of that thing and it's like so fucking stupid. I don't even want to watch the rest of it. They're all kind of like stupid, like uh, Twilight Zone type. Yeah. Comparing that to the Twilight Zone is an insult. You haven't watched them all. They're good. Yeah, I've, I've given it a chance and they're all awful. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it. So I'm generalizing the whole thing. All right. Being how they're different directors, different storylines, different everything. They are all the standalone deals. I think they're cool. Yeah, these are the people who couldn't get any better deal because they're so stupid. That <laughs> they all got lumped together in an anthology animated thing on Netflix. Yeah, it's like the Animatrix, but for like futuristic robot shit. Yeah, the Animatrix was the Animatrix was awful, and comparing this to the Animatrix insults the Animatrix. <laughs> Anything else you want to say, Sid? What time is it? I I don't I need to start watching more Netflix apparently because I don't watch nearly enough Netflix to keep up with you guys. Fuck man, uh, just I ain't gaming no more. Y'all can't come and check out my live streams. I don't know when I'm gonna get back to it. I'm ashamed to say I done fucking lost. I done lost sight of what's important in my life. And what's that? <laughs> well. I don't know, man. Uh, so Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy is a thing uh, that is definitely like fun. I love doing it. That's why I did it every week. I love playing those games with my brother. Uh, scheduling shit has come up lately. I started this new job. I'm back working night shifts, so I'm not going to be doing that for a while. But I was thinking, um, you know, coming soon i was gonna start doing like maybe a review podcast of this new wrestling company that's coming out so that might be a new way to check me out on my youtube i'm gonna try to find something to do with that channel but for now there's nothing going on so don't check me out on there but do hit me up uh you know on facebook sid swami you hit me up uh you know by email sids hate mail at gmail.com so Sid, um, so uh, this wrestling deal is it? It's not the Maniacs wrestling, right? It's not Mal. No, it's not that, dude. Uh, All Elite Wrestling is okay. So 
there's this uh, guy named uh, Khan who's like some kind of billionaire. He owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and an auto parts company and stuff like that. And basically, he's bought this wrestling company for his son, Tony. And uh, it's the dudes from the Bullet Club, uh, Cody, the Young Bucks, uh, the guys that did All In. They've made their own like wrestling show or their own wrestling company called AEW All Elite Wrestling. My favorite uh, wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho, is going to be in the main event of their show next Saturday. Um, I'm just I'm really excited to be like um a fan of something that's like just about to start and i feel like you know maybe i can capitalize on their popularity being like a wrestling uh do you follow the mcw sid um no i don't follow the mcw you know who that is though right um nah is that something in colorado no it's a midget championship wrestling league that hulk hogan was kind of like behind for a while. Oh, oh yeah, they had a show here in uh, Roanoke not too long ago. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I think that's cool uh, for you know those people that are into that kind of thing. I'm just not into that kind of thing. Like, I like my wrestling to be more like uh, less taller people. Well, it's not taller people necessarily, but less like comedy and more like athletic you know, like spectacle, even though I know it's not real, I still can appreciate like the athleticism and stamina of the performers that are able to do these like crazy. It's almost like watching a Kung Fu movie, you know, and some of these matches, like the type of uh, cool fight choreography they can do and shit. By the way, Bloodsport is on prime. I'm about to fucking rewatch that shit. When's the last time you boys seen Bloodsport? Oh, God, probably not since, like, junior high. Bro. I always love that shit. How fucking awesome is that movie? The part where he's doing the fucking full split leg. That's that's one of those so bad it's good movies. I love how, like, when he, like, jump kicks somebody, it goes from, like, six different angles, like, the same kick. It's just like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah." (laughs) It's like, Yes. (laughs) It's <laughs> like, are we still on that kick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. All right. But the cool thing about that movie is like, you can watch it and enjoy it, and you can show it to a chick. And just because like Jean Claude Van Damme was such a handsome guy, like uh, your girl will like it too. You know what I mean? Like, I know. <laughs> And there's like somewhat of a storyline there with love, where he's like, ah, they kidnapped my girlfriend for some reason. Ah. Like. Great movie to watch, dude. It's one of the few movies that has a worse plot than uh, uh, Spooky and the Bandit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why you gotta be casting aspersions on Smokey and the Bandit, dude? It did seem like he took a left right into Smokey and the Bandit for no reason whatsoever. He was just like, bah! They literally did not have a script for Smokey and the Bandit. Like They, they literally had no lines or anything. They just kind of like filmed it, which is awesome. <laughs> Well, that is awesome, man. And that's another thing that this all elite wrestling is going to do. Their promos are going to be unscripted, like old school wrestling. That's the thing about WWE nowadays is like when you're watching it, you can tell like they're talking off of us. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. 
because like there's got to be a certain people expect a certain level of polish now you know that you could get away with not having back before the wwf consolidated all the territories and they were doing live promos so man i don't even know if i like that that's pretty risky it could either work really well or it's going to crash and burn and there's going to be a whole bunch of blooper reels out there well if you think about a lot of the um epic like legendary meme worthy viral wrestling promos of back in the day hard times is one i can think of or cm punk's pipe bomb like those were all unscripted and then of course the ones that are really so bad they're meme worthy like the shock masters introduction and um What's the well, one where Macho Man and Hulk Hogan are all fucked up on coke and they shake? Oh yeah, hands? I mean that's that's part of what I'm saying. It's like the best ones are because they're all fucking high on speed or coke. Right. <laughs> and it's so clear. Like looking back, you're like, when you're a little kid, you didn't understand. They're like, he's just so amped up right now. But if you're like an adult watching that, you're like, holy fuck! Macho Man's like, I'm seeing stars right now, brother, and they're telling me, and you're like, fuck, man, this guy's tripping balls. His mouth can't stay shut. Like that's why he's wearing the sunglasses because he doesn't want anyone to see how bloodshot his eyes are. He's just constantly chewing, even though there's nothing in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when Hulk Hogan starts screaming, like Macho Man's mouth is still going in the background. Just right. and, and, and like the way Macho Man would be just get like so distracted by Mean Gene's microphone or something, he just like suddenly take it and be feeling it and everything. <laughs> All right, John, where can we find you? Well, hey, I just want, speaking of legendary promos, we got to give a shout out to the death cheating, heart still beating, ambulance riding, diagnosing, denying, son of a gun, having a hard time holding down those out-of-network costs. Ric Flair, the nature boy, out there in the... He was supposed to have surgery. It hasn't happened yet. We wish him all the best, and... uh, and uh, it's and I guess he went searching for the soul stone and he sacrificed that one skank so that he could still live. Woo! Yeah, dude, she Woo! committed suicide too, man. That's so sad. Yeah. You know, and it's just like she probably had such a fucked up life because of how she looks. And it's just like, uh, I don't know, man. I really think like this is the second scare of Ric Flair. It's like everybody's fucking watching Ric Flair waiting for him to die, dude. I'm pretty sure at this point he's going to live to be 100, though. (laughs) Ric Flair is either A, on borrowed time and has been for a while, or B, he's never going to die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he will be on Raw this week, too, so keep an eye out for that. Well, so he is going to be at Chris Jericho's cruise this year, and I'm going to tell you, man, if I like... Knock on wood. Right. If I won the lottery and like could fucking just waste like ten thousand dollars, I would go on that fucking cruise. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but coming off that kind of money right now, oh man. It's well sucks, and, and Ric Flair is one of those guys where like it's a miracle that he can still walk because he has been seriously legitimately injured through the years. Yeah. You know? Well, when he was young, he was in a plane crash that fucking broke his spine. That's why he had to switch his gimmick from yeah. uh, like a uh, uh, athletic type to the nature boy, you know? Yeah, and that was back when um, when he had like that cast on, but the cast was fake to distract from a different injury, you know? I mean, he's he's definitely been living on borrowed time. Poor guy. 
Plus, he, he was like one of the first guys that are like, we're having the alumni back to come wrestle. The old guys are coming back. Like, And then he was in there like longer than a lot of them, too. Even after that, it's like, man, hang it up. Yeah, he was always doing shit like, you know, jumping off the ropes and everything, even when he was old and coming back. I mean, God damn. At 70 years old, I bet he could still probably wrestle a pretty damn good match. Not that anybody would want to see that. But, I mean, it's the fucking nature boy, dude. Like, that guy is a fucking well, freak of nature. There's probably nobody that can sell it better than he can in the ring. I mean, he is just so good at making moves look natural and real, you know? I would say probably Mr. Perfect. Even though he's oh, dead yeah. now, like, Mr. Perfect was... Every time that somebody fought Mr. Perfect, it was like he was fighting fucking Thanos or something, you know? Yeah, it's like episode two of uh, Love, Sex, and Robots. It's it's perfect in every way. Like, he just made the best trans, still makes the best transitions, you know? And just selling the fuck out of it. Why, thank you, John. You're talking about me, right? Perfect transitions? For a long time, because he's got that ability. You know, the moves don't have to be that good or athletic or anything, but he can just make it look so good. Right. Was that me again? Not athletic? Uh, I don't know. Have you uh, seen his daughter wrestle yet? I, you know, I don't think that I have, but, but she doesn't like, uh, she doesn't go by like Ric Flair's daughter though, does she? That's like, no, well, she does go by Flair. Her name's Charlotte Flair, but originally she just went by Charlotte, but then like when right, she made yeah, it yeah. to WWE, they had to like, because she was Ric Flair's daughter, they had to bring him around. Um, Man, she is really fucking awesome too. Like she like the cool thing about WWE right now is the fucking women in it. Like the women are really like they got something going on with the women right now. I don't know so much about the men. Like there's a lot of guys in there that I do like, but with the scripted shit and I don't know, man, it just it's not working right now for the dudes, unfortunately. Fuck. Uh, but that what about that black guy? Kofi Kingston. He's black. He's well, black, Sid. So black. Kofi's cool, man. Like Kofi, since he won at WrestleMania and, you know, has become champion, he has been in a lot of really good matches, but it's almost like they gotta do something different with him. Because right now he like comes out to the ring with a big plate of pancakes and he's like throwing pancakes in the audience and his tag team partners there with the trombone and shit. And it's like, oh, Kofi Kingston sure does love to have a good time. But, like, how long is that going to keep him with the championship? Like, I feel like once you get a championship title and you're a good guy, you're almost incentivized to start doing, like, bad guy things to keep your championship title. Like, ridiculous shit. Yeah. To keep it interesting. Yeah. I think... I think the only thing that I noticed is since Kofi Kingston became the champion, you know, uh, people have been broken into their cars a lot more at wrestling events. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but um, crimes are up. <laughs> you know? so. Fuck you, Tim. Uh, all right. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you around. Love you guys. Ah, fucking these bitches and all these hoes. Fucking all these hoes. Eating pussy like some Oreos. So vicious, come 
whip with the get kitchen all dishes. He don't pick to pick them all dishes. Nah, man. Like a pile of old dishes, Sid Vicious, so delicious, of which you can be vicious. Kitch fucks your bitches. That's, that's right. You look so amazing in that sundress. Wonder what you look like when you're undressed. I can see the future in your eyes. You know I would never tell you lies. I just want to see you smile. So stick around a while, baby. Your man blowing up your phone Telling you that you need to come home F that clown, he ain't about a thing Look, I don't see no engagement ring You said that he did you dirty So what's the harm in flirting, baby? Cause your boyfriend's a bitch He ain't shit, he can suck on my dick I ain't with all that shit Why he do you like this? When you're home all alone Why he out fucking around with them hoes Cause your boyfriend's a bitch He ain't shit, he can suck on my dick I ain't with all that shit Why he do you like this When you're home all alone Why he out fucking around with them hoes All your friends tell you you need to let go Seem like he still got your ass in check Why he out 